Well, good morning to the online Northgate Church community and all those visiting our Northgate Church live this morning. And of course, happy Mother's Day to all those birth mothers, spiritual mothers and all those who show motherly love to children, whether they be natural or spiritual. We celebrate you today for who you are and for what you do. Well, what a week it has been. In one fell swoop, we have found ourselves in unprecedented times and uncharted waters. Who would have thought just two weeks ago what we, that we would have to distance ourselves as a society uh, from one another? And who would have thought we were going to be prevented from meeting as a church community. Things in the nation have moved at such a fast pace with a deluge of information, statistics, instructions to the population coming out all over just even the past five days. You know, we really must pray earnestly, as the Bible tells us we should all the time, but we must pray earnestly for those who are in authority and in influence, that God gives them divine wisdom as they lead this nation. However, the one area where we as a body of Christians need to take the lead ourselves is to ensure that we are not only walking close to our Heavenly Father daily, but also that we are exemplary in our care and love for one another, and that we show compassion to our communities around about. Even this week, uh, we've seen some of the many WhatsApp groups um, around the Church Fellowship, and we've seen people step up to ensure each other are doing okay. Lynn reminded me today that we do have two enemies out there. One is the COVID-19 disease, but also fear and anxiety, which can, if left unchecked, be equally as contagious. The government and uh, medical experts can help tackle the first, but God has already made it known how we can address the second, the fear and the anxiety. We have been declaring Psalm 91 this week, which is very good medicine and an uh, antidote for fear and anxiety. And when you read it, try to personalise it and read it as I and me. But more on this shortly. It is said that necessity is the mother of invention. Well, now is the time to think in creative and innovative ways as to how we function and relate together as a church. There are several technologies out there that help us to keep connected. Of course, there's the usual. There's the telephone, email, messaging, Skype, FaceTime, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. But I've discovered this week um, through work, there are other ways of connecting with but via video as groups, video conferencing. 
and um, I've dipped into uh, Zoom and uh, something called Sneak. And it's great if you want to connect many people together at the same time as a group. So this week we've used this Sneak um, as a means of having almost a virtual office. So even though we're all scattered throughout the country, it is as if I'm having a conversation at any time uh, uh, to a colleague across the table um, or, around, or around a table. Now, if you need, if you want to do some of these things as a group, well then just contact the church office and uh, uh, as a reference point and we can get someone to help you set this up. Now, over the weeks, we'll be sending out updates and resources to ensure we are continually encouraged to be in faith and with a sense to cultivate the sense of belonging and community that really is so precious uh, um, already within us. But if there is any need amongst us, please let Lynn or the church office know as a point of first contact. Life groups, of course, are a key part um, of belonging in Northgate and connecting. And if you do not belong to a specific one, then we can help you connect or even maybe we can create new virtual ones. We plan to broadcast an online church service live um, on each Sunday at 11 o'clock for the foreseeable future. And please let us have your stories, your readings, encouragements, your prayers, creative writing, reflections, prophetic words, so that we may include them um, for the benefit of all. We also want to include contributions from the children. Again, all of these um, can be recorded on your phone and sent to Andy Clark. But again, he can give you a guide as how to do this. Please watch out for regular emails from the leadership team and office. Please also pray for and support those in our community who are in the frontline services such as the NHS, education and emergency services. They are having to adapt and cope with the unprecedented levels and paces of change. And again, if you are feeling unwell, you need to isolate, you're feeling lonely or have a food shortage or financial issues, please contact Lynn or the church office who will coordinate and help. But above all, let us understand and bring to mind that God is in control and he is an ever-present help in trouble. Good morning, church family, and greetings from our home on this wonderful Sunday, Sunday morning. Um, at this time, we suddenly find ourselves in unprecedented and uncharted waters, and overnight, all the structures upon which we built our lives have disappeared. And suddenly, we find ourselves on a new and unexpected path, and we have no roadmap. Um, and in the midst of this, we face two adversaries. One um, is coronavirus, which attacks us physically. 
The second enemy is fear and worry and anxiety, which can drain us and rob us of life and joy. But in the midst of these unexpected turn of events, although we haven't got a roadmap for the weeks and maybe months ahead, we do have a guide and his name is Jesus. This morning, the word of God to us is this, Psalm 91, 1 to 4. Whoever dwells in the shadow of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be a rampart and, and it will also be your shield. The whole, the whole psalm is an invitation to protection and rest. So, do you know, whose protection are we invited into? Well, the psalm speaks about the Most High, the Almighty, the Lord my God. There is no limit to the protection that God offers because he is the Father and he has full authority over all things that happen on the earth. No power is outside of his control. What does that protection look like that he's offering? So God speaks about it to us um, in two ways. One, he talks about military protection. He says that he will be a fortress and a refuge. He will be a rampart. And these are all buildings that are made out of stone. And in times of danger, in times of attack, people would run into these buildings, lock the door, and they would be safe and unassailable by their enemies. The other type of protection that God speaks about um, in this psalm is a sort of motherly protection. So he says that he is a shelter, that his shadow is a place where we may rest, that he will cover us with his feathers and under his wings we will find shelter. This is the imagery of a mother bird under whose wings a baby bird, us, finds safety. It is a place that's soft and warm and safe. Here the baby bird is at rest. They're not worrying about outside threat, but they rest under the parent's wings and allow the parent, in this case our Father God, to take responsibility for their protection. So this is the picture and the place that God has for each of us. So my question this morning is this, how do we get into that place? How do we snuggle up to God? How do we allow him to take the load of our cares and worries in this uncertain time? The first key is found in verse 1 and it says, Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High. God provides the place of service, but it is our responsibility to dwell there. To dwell is an active word. It's something that we do. So how on earth do we dwell? The first thing I would say is that every morning, in the beginning, in the middle, at the end of each day, let us take time. 
to consciously come into the presence of the Lord. Imagine him sitting with you at the kitchen table or on your sofa and verbally, consciously place yourself in God's care for that day or for that night and all of your business and all, all things pertaining to your family. Place them in his, in his care. And then in the mornings, I would declare and keep declaring that psalm, read it out loud over your families and your friends and our church family. And then choose to believe that what the psalm is saying is true. Jesus says in Mark 13, 31, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. The words that God speaks are so powerful that they are indestructible. Jesus also tells us that we can't live by bread alone, but we must live by every word that comes from his mouth. And this includes Psalm 91. We need to believe it, speak it, and take hold of it for ourselves. This is what it means to eat the word, to stand on the word. So as you're declaring it, think about it. What is it saying? What does it mean? What does it mean for me? I'm included in this. Personalize it and believe it. Little by little, if we will do this, that seed will become planted in our heart. And the more we do these things, the seed will thrive and flourish within us. And we will bear fruit 30, 60 or 100 fold. Without doubt, at the beginning, it's hard. Um, we might read the psalm over ourselves and place ourselves in God's care at nine o'clock. And by 9.30, fear and worry might creep in again. Don't worry about this. It's true for all of us. Just whenever you realize you're worrying, stop for a moment. Picture yourself catching that thought and throwing it to Jesus. This is what it means in 1 Peter 5, 7, where we are instructed to cast your cares on him because he cares for us. He wants us to throw our cares on him. He does not want us walking around, bowed down under enormous pressures of fear and worry that we were never designed to carry. Maybe we could then replace that negative thought, having it casted it onto the Lord with truth what is found in the word of God. So maybe we could just quickly speak out, Lord, I'm believing, I will not fear. You are my shield, you are my rampart. As Jesus spoke in the beginning of creation and things that were not came into being as a result. So our words, as we speak them out, are creative. They create things that weren't there. Proverbs tells us that in the tongue is the power of life and death. Let us as God's people be creating life by speaking and believing God's word. The second way that we come into that place of protection with our Father is this. We are to trust him. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight our paths. Trust 
is a word like dwell. It's a verb, it's a doing word, it's something that I do. Picture yourself as negative thoughts come in, as you find yourself there, picture yourself shutting your door, shutting a door in your mind to the negative thought and saying, stop, you will not come in here. And then turn in your mind away from the negative thought and towards the Lord and tell him, Lord, I choose to trust in you. I place my trust in you. I can't see an answer. I haven't got all the answers, but Lord, you have, and I'm trusting in you, not in these negative thoughts. So let's say, for example, for myself, at 9am, I might have taken some time with a cup of coffee, sat in this chair, and I may have told the Lord, Lord, today I'm trusting you for all that I need. And I will have declared Psalm 91. But at 9.15, I might have this thought. Lynn, because of his pacemaker, Gerald is really vulnerable if he catches this disease. If I don't catch that thought within two minutes, I could have his funeral service rolling out in glorious Technicolor video on the screen in my head. I will feel sad, anxious and miserable and there will probably be physiological symptoms playing out in my body. I do not necessarily have control over what thoughts come into my head but it is within my power to decide whether to allow them to stay or not. So at the point I realise that I'm thinking something negative, I might take the following action. Lord, I'm sorry. Once again, I'm down that negative pathway. Lord, forgive me. I'm taking this negative thought and I am casting that worry onto you. Lord, I know that Gerald is even more precious to you than he is to me. So Jesus, I choose to place Gerald in your hands and I trust you that you know that exactly the plans that you have for him. We always have a choice to trust in our Heavenly Father or to trust in the media or our own thoughts or our own understandings, fears and worries. It's a bit like starting new exercises at the gym when we begin standing on and declaring God's word. Trusting him is hard work at the beginning, but as we persevere, very soon we begin to see progress. We are then actively on that journey of being transformed by the renewing of our minds. And at the end of this, as we go with the process, there are going to be a lot of butterflies around where once there was a lot of cap caterpillars. Bless you all this morning. Bye. Psalm 91. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, you are my refuge and my fortress, my God, in whom I trust. Surely you will save me from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. You will cover me with your feathers, and under your wings I will find refuge. Your faithfulness will be my shield and rampart. 
I will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at my side, ten thousand at my right hand, but it will not come near me. If I say the Lord is my refuge, and I make the Most High my dwelling, no harm will overtake me, no disaster will come near my house. For you will command your angels concerning me, to guard me in all my ways. They will lift me up in their hands, so that I will not strike my foot against a stone. Because you love me, says the Lord, I will rescue you. I will protect you, for you acknowledge my name. You will call on me and I will answer you. I will be with you in trouble. I will deliver you and honour you. With long life I will satisfy you and I will show you my salvation.